Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, where it's my birthday. <laughs> Hooray! Huzzah! Tis, so, tis the, the birth of the day. So, uh, to celebrate my birthday with, with my brother Dayton, we're gonna do... I drug him into another Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Freddy's Revenge. He's, yeah, he is getting I, his revenge this time around. I, uh, I don't like that, because the first one is also Freddy's Revenge. Well, isn't basically anything that All he does of kind them of, you know, he's like revenging his, his vengeance yeah. upon the people that killed him, ultimately? Yeah, because he was burned to death, and then I presume shouted, I'll have my revenge! <laughs> you will rue the day that you killed me! And so, and it's like, revenge for what? The first movie? Nancy's mm. not here! Yeah. <laughs> They should just call it the Frednig. The Frednig. Yeah, like, you don't take... It's just a weird... Tr- Is it a revenge on the house? <laughs> I think it's revenge on the house. That's this goddamn house. <laughs> Trapped within <laughs> these walls. But not really, that, though. <laughs> that I'm somehow, like, people think it's my house. But it's not. It's, it's weird. Yeah. So this was uh, released in 1985. Uh, one short year after the original smash mm. hit. Uh, and we're going to follow a fucking pattern here because these things made bank. Yep. Or, well, maybe not bank, but fairly substantial earnings. They were in... they were way successful for what their budget was. Yeah, I think this made, like, a profit of, like, over $20 million. Yeah, $30 million I got written down here. On a like a five million dollar budget, not even is, that three million. Yeah. Oh yeah, whopper success. <laughs> this thing is a banger. It's like a yeah. Friday the Thirteenth film in terms of revenue. We found yeah. another audience. They came back. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was gonna ask and see if you were paying attention because all this time uh, the Friday the Thirteenth movies are going on. Uh, Nineteen eighty five, Dayton, which Friday the Thirteenth was in theaters that year. Fuck uh, the fourth one i uh, know it's part five damn it yeah. well can't win them all New they beginning. all <laughs> oh so i was uh misconstruing the final chapter for the reopening of the book yeah you remember roy oh yeah roy roy yeah paramedic <laughs> paramedic roy yeah that uh, was his revenge yeah that was that's true that's true he was trying to get revenge in that one, as opposed to Freddy in this one. And uh, we got it. Uh, directing duties. Uh, Wes Craven not doing this one. Uh, it's Jack Shoulder. Yeah. Shoulder. I. I. Maybe it looks like Shoulder. It looks like it looks like Shoulder. Yes. Uh, who, interestingly enough, would direct Wishmaster Two, which was another Wes Craven. Well, <laughs> Wes Craven was in the first part of the first one. Yeah. Yeah, it's huh. a whole thing. I I'm just sure. thought that was interesting. I was like, huh. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Remember Wishmaster? Not at all. Of I course don't you don't. No one does. about Wishmaster. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, you want to just hop right on fucking board? Yeah. The bus? Yeah, the bus is here. Riding the bus. Yeah, uh, and we actually get uh, Robert England as the bus driver, which is, you know, at first I thought that was a cameo, but then it became foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no um, kidding, right? Yeah, so they're it's back in Springwood, Ohio. Um, even though I think the bus is Springwood IND, so I was like, is it in Indiana? That's what I was wondering. I had to look up where Springwood was because I was very, very confused. <laughs> the obviously Californian Springwood, Ohio. <laughs> Ohio never looked better. Ohio never looked so fucking sunny. It's just downright pleasant outside <laughs> all the time. What a utopian version of Ohio. <laughs> just, wow. Yeah, it's it's bright and shiny, and they have outdoor lockers. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing I was like, this is not Ohio. Not at all. <laughs> it's it away. Gonna walk out in December and fucking freeze. <laughs> what a uh... poor design. Snowbanks got to your locker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, kids are getting on and off the bus. Uh, you know, it's 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 an old bus. Yeah, and, it looks uh, like it's we, almost looks like it's the fifties or something. The way everybody's dressed. Well, especially the one kid in the back who we will cl- come to find out is named Jesse, who's dressed like he's about to get his ass kicked by some jock. <laughs> he looks like a, he looks like a dweebus. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like the like Biff Tannen's gonna take his lunch money. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and so yeah, as they get off, um, there's two girls and then Jesse, and uh, the um, bus just flies by a stop, and she's like, "Driver, driver, mm-hmm. you missed my stop!" And then he just keeps barreling down yeah. the streets of. <laughs> Of Springwood, Ohio, into the deserts of Springwood, Ohio. <laughs> you know, Ohio famous for its uh, dangerous desert. desert. <laughs> and then rattlesnakes, uh... <laughs> cacti, tumbleweeds—all things we think of when we think of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, it stops, and then the ground opens up, yeah. and they are teeter-tottering on a couple of rock pillars over yeah. an open chasm. Mm-hmm. The ground has given way into a sweet fucking looking heavy metal cover. Yeah, really. <laughs> it, it it looks like it's uh like the backdrop is bad out of hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, the 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 uh, ev- it's like teeter tottering, and then you know the driver is, of course, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Freddy looks uh. A little bit different. He looks very smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like he, he he works better in this one, I think, visually than he did in the first one. I feel like they kind of nailed his. Well, I like the, how they refined the look. I guess uh, you could yeah. say. Yeah, they gave him a, a bunch of things. Like for one, like his eyes are all fucking weird, man. Mm-hmm. Like they have just massive fucking irises. Yeah, they're just fucking he, evil and intense. He's got like anime eyes. <laughs> he really does, because they go go do one of those shot like shots closing up on the eyes, and he's like, "I'm gonna kill you, bitch." And yeah, if he looked sad, he could be like fucking puss in boots trying to beg. <laughs> yeah, he's just giant fucking eyes, like a doll's eyes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the the bus is teeter tottering uh, because one of the pillars just completely collapses, and they were trying to run away from Freddy, but you can't run away from Freddy, otherwise the bus will fall. Mm-hmm. So it's a real, you know, it's a real puzzle. Yeah, real predicament. And uh, <clears throat> just then, uh, he gets to him, and uh, Jesse wakes up and screams like a girl. Uh, man, that... Because, 
basically, do, what does it do? It uh, cuts to basically cuts to black, and doesn't it go like straight to the kitchen where people are yeah. having like uh, just a normal, average fucking breakfast? And then you yes. just hear this blood curdling scream. Yeah. And then they're just going on like, ah, oh, business as usual, business as usual. And then, yeah, his sister, we find out as his sister, good old, what's her name? I don't remember. I don't think she has a name. Yeah. <laughs> Nameless sibling. Nameless sibling is like, why can't Jesse just wake up like a normal person? He's <laughs> like, I don't know. Just the delivery is great. It's mm-hmm. like, he just had a really bad dream, and yeah, he wakes up just fucking covered in sweat yeah it basically looks like he came out of a pool yeah and uh and it is tidy whities mm-hmm. and uh yeah goes down to to breakfast um where his father noted character actor clue gallagher is there <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's great at it's... being a bastard because man this guy's a dick <laughs> this guy's so bad at like <laughs> being a parent at... and i was just I also loved it because it's the '80s when they would give you a credit as a special guest appearance. Oh yeah, I miss yeah that. they gave yeah they're like special guest appearance by Clue Gallagher and I'm like, <laughs> what does that mean? Because like, that implies like on a show, you know, you're gonna show up for one like episode of this sequential series movie. That's all it is. You're basically yeah. editor. You're not. Yeah, you, like what do you mean a special guest appearance? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how credit. I make a special guest appearance on this show every day. Yeah, that's my special guest appearance every time we record. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm played by an actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they have breakfast, um, and uh, the little girl's getting her fucking Fu Manchu claws out of the cereal. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't know we had those. The Fu Manchuios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're tragically insensitive. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, she gets him out and it causes Jesse to freak out a bit. And, uh, and uh, there's a knock on the door. And you're like, oh, that must be Lisa. Lisa's Jesse's friend, lady friend. Lo- well, I was going to say love interest, but for reasons that we're going to get to. <laughs> uh, you know, we can say love interest. I think that's fair, too. Yeah, know. traditional rev- love interest. You know, they, yeah. They, uh, yeah. Even though she does not live anywhere close to Jesse, she still walks to his house and gets rides to school. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, she's really into him. I guess. Yeah, you got what's not to love about Jesse? He has a convertible for Ohio. For Ohio, yeah. That means that means a lot. The currency in that is like whoa. Yeah, I mean, even though it's like, I think you can just start it by pumping the radio. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah. just hitting the radio a couple times and tweaking it to the right station, and then it'll turn over. Mm-hmm. It, I I was wondering this because it seemed like they were like your, I don't know, friends for a minute or whatever. I assumed that he was like the new guy in town. That's what That's I was. What I got out of that because yeah. he doesn't. Nobody. He has to introduce himself to to Grady mm-hmm. later. But... I presume that they've been there for a while, which is why his dad's all up on him about unpacking the boxes. Yeah, I guess it just seemed very, I, I don't know. Cause like his relationship with 
Lisa would just make made me assume that maybe like he's from Springwood, but maybe not that part or something. I don't know, because it's weird that he they don't know. Basically, the crux of this is uh, Jesse and his family have moved into Nancy's house where all the shit from the first movie happened. But they, well, Jesse's dad knows, but everybody else doesn't remember that you know all the shit that happened in the first movie. Except for Grady, he remembers. Grady remembers. Lisa yeah. was before her time. Which yeah, I thought was five. Five years ago. <laughs> ah, I was a different person then. <laughs> it's like a whole different era and another epic. Yeah, which would place this movie in 1989. What? What did? Well, because I would presume the last movie took place in 1984. Oh, yeah. So. Wow, what a mind un- fog. Unless that, unless they're saying that Nightmare on Elm Street one took place in 1979, in which case I'm gonna call bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's not true at all. That is not even close to true. Um, but yeah, he he gets in the shitty car and it it can start like that. And she's like, "Aren't you afraid someone's gonna steal it?" He's like, "Steal it? We're in Ohio. There's no crime in Ohio. <laughs> Never no such thing. Never heard of." Yeah. Nothing and... bad happens in Springwood, Ohio. Uh, so, yeah, he needs, uh, of course, going to school in first class softball and archery. <laughs> you know, the things you need the to know classics. when you're in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Well, they survive desert living. <laughs> you know, they're nomadic people, those Springwood, Ohioans. I, I, was, I was just looking at that from the wide shot, and I was like, I would move the archery range. <laughs> It just seems <laughs> a bit like close. a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, they like to, you know, keep people on their toes when they're learning archery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Someone's going to go try to catch a foul ball and end up dead. <laughs> That's why you don't make a foul ball. <laughs> you get it within the lines. Yeah. Or else you're going to be in the kill box for when they're learning archery. Yeah. So, uh,. Lisa's over there doing archery. Jesse's just standing in the outfield making fucking <laughs> doll eyes at Lisa. And gets cold clocked outside the head with a fucking softball. He does. Oh, man. That was so fucking funny. Poor guy. I know, right? And everyone's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> you fucking dumbass. By all accounts, I know they are called softballs, but they're not. No, that's I mean... like a misnomer. Those are hard as fuck. Yeah, hey. it like whoever named a softball has no fucking concept. Oh, you know they're uh, softer than regular, uh, regular, uh, whatever. No, they are not. Oh, sure they are. You know, it's all yeah. a matter of degrees. I mean, it's softer than dolomite. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 Which is, of course, the hardest, blackest material. <laughs> so in comparison, it's soft. Exactly. It's all a matter of degrees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to titanium, soft. <laughs> soft. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, and uh, the guy we, we will come to know as, as Grady, who I thought was like, oh, he looks awful familiar. Where do I know him from? And I had to stop the movie and look it up. 
he was in Weird Science as yeah. the uh, opposite Robert Downey Jr. as the one I don't of the know. bully guys. Yeah, I was gonna call him like jock bullies, but Robert Downey Jr. Well, was not a jock. Those two weren't like, really the jock bullies; they were just kind of dicks to uh, the main. I can't. It's been so Gary. Long. Yeah. Gary and uh, I know one of them's Gary because of the like Gary, our son, and he's like, I have no <laughs> idea who you're talking about, <laughs> Gary. It's been so long since I watched Weird Science. It's uh, it's it's good. It's a good movie. Uh, but yeah, they, um, he, they eventually ended up pickling him. Um, so they put him in a, a bottle with some vinegar <laughs> and uh, some salt. And he turns turns green. Also, they they catch him in a situation between second and third because apparently cold clocking an outfielder is just an out ground rule double. I guess. Uh, and he gets tagged out, and Jesse's just like, says some of his words back to him, like, uh, good looking out. And so uh, Grady's response is to immediately pants him, and then they have a boy fight. Mm-hmm. Well, I hesitate to, it's not really a fight. It's more of a, it's more of a wrestling session. Yeah, it's more of a tussle. It's a, yeah, this is kind of a, a rolling, rolling around in the dirt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, yeah, they, uh, their hard-assed coach, coach bastard. I don't remember his name. He's just a prick. He's yeah, a... he's just a prick slash BDSM enthusiast. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, he just makes them uh, not really do push-ups. They just kind of hang out on the ground there in I, push-up well, form. I figured that like, cl- like he was making them like do push-ups they were doing push-ups and they were so exhausted by that point that was all that they could do because they look all worn out yeah and then yeah great yeah, just like so what's your story with the the redhead you banging her mm-hmm. it's like it's like what is it to you I'm like i don't know just make a conversation we're <laughs> yeah, stuck here you know <laughs> it's like... and i was like i like you grady uh yeah they like did we just become friends yep yeah, yeah. you know it's how all all people on ohio become friends You'd start with the pantsing. Mm-hmm. That's his tradition. Traditional Ohio pantsing. Get, you do, do the pantsing, then you tussle, you know. And then... <laughs> a tussle, a display of strength. <laughs> you know, and then a mutual they... respect. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. You know? Ohioan friendships. <laughs> yeah, then you ride your horses and shoot shoot arrows and stuff, you know. Yeah, well, you go desert. out to the desert, yeah. Your outdoor classrooms <laughs> or locker rooms. I again, I just like you're not even hiding the fact that this isn't going. <laughs> I think it was also the palm trees down the middle of Elm Street that gave it away. Oh man, they got so many of those over in Ohio. Those Ohioan palms. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's fit fit for the setting. It's yeah. either that or you know Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Indiana and Ohio are just like, whew, they're like this. Two you can't see it because I was doing interlaced fingers. <laughs> it's great radio. Great radio. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, I guess so... they're buds now. Or at least, you know, they're aware of each other. Yeah, the Ohio tradition. And so uh, it's still really hot in those Ohio houses. Um, 
they'd mentioned this earlier that the house is really warm mm-hmm. and uh and it's like all we need is some good old shot of freon i'm in no position to do any of that <laughs> god damn i don't want to get up you know have to I got get papers up to read yeah and <laughs> oh god he's such like a like uh almost like a character yeah of just of, of, a, of a terrible father yeah he really is well not like an just not like, like the a, worst father ever no no just kind of shitty yeah just like <sighs> all this boy needs a discipline <laughs> discipline like are you are you doing the reefer tablet son we'll get to that later are you on the crank are you riding the white pony <laughs> yeah um, so he's, he wakes up and he goes down and drops the orange juice because apparently his sister just propped it to fall and the, just opens it up. Glass just falls. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's wearing what I can only describe as OR scrubs. Did you notice that in his dream sequence? I was like, why is Jesse out in scrubs? I can't remember. He sees Freddie out in the, uh, outside in the bushes. So he goes down, sees him in the basement. So he goes back inside the house, like this is a process. And, uh, <laughs> it really is tension. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, for fuck's sake! And he goes, sees someone. We we know it's Freddy Krueger. He's starting to fire, mm-hmm. and uh, he he goes down uh, and finds the glove inside the fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, Freddy appears and like, we got special work to do with you, bitch. <laughs> He doesn't use the word bitch, actually. We we got to get to another movie. But I can't do the Freddy Krueger voice without ending every sentence in bitch. Yeah, it's like the it's like the period in every sentence for Freddy. You just got to do it. It's like he's a telegraph and every line says stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a mammogram for you, bitch. <laughs> Work is progressing fine, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Please send more supplies before the fortnight, bitch. <laughs> you know, it's just like that. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that's great. And uh, yeah, he says to Jesse, like, you got the body, but I got the brain. <laughs> yeah, then he rips off his... <laughs> His head, he exposes his brain. But when he said that, the only thing I thought of was, you know, <laughs> she got the gold mine, I got the shaft. That's all I could think of when he said that. You know, Jesse, the body, <laughs> whatever. Uh, Walsh? Yeah. Yeah, Walsh, maybe. Could be. I think. Um, but yeah, just more Freddy Krueger dismembering himself. To scare the shit out of someone. Mm. I that I immediately thought of you, or is this like, yep? Uh, he's still new to this whole terrifying people thing. Yeah, like, he's still working on it. I all mean, right, I gotta go back to the barn, what bitch. Gonna... What do I do? Do I cut off my fingers? Yeah. No. Oh no no, gotta be a bit more extreme than that. What looks better, what if I, bitch? What if I rip my fucking head off? <laughs> there you go, bitch. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was better than, hey, look at this, bitch, <laughs> cutting off his own fucking hand. Just, it was way like, better than that. Just slicing open himself and just, like, yeah. ooze. Yeah. That scare you, bitch? 
I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. <laughs> you just wait there. <laughs> I'll be back, bitch. Um, so yeah, uh, and he burns himself on the on the the furnace or boiler. I don't know, man. Ohio houses. What with that desert living, you got to make sure that you have a big old o- roaring open fire furnace for oh, your course. basement. Yeah. Those desert nights get cold. So he wakes up and he's in anatomy class and uh guy's talking all about shitting. Yeah. And then he transitions to pissing. <laughs> and then And then he just drops a motherfucking heart on his desk. Yep. He throws down. He's like, None of you are paying attention. We gotta get to the real heart of the matter. Whack. <laughs> and I was like, This is a weird class. Ah, <laughs> uh. And uh, Jesse is falling asleep, and because he's falling asleep in class, spooky stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Ohio and Bowen constrictor uh, comes in and starts wrapping around his neck, and so he wakes up screaming. Mm-hmm. And then the boa constrictor is there, and the professor thinks that this is some elaborate prank. Yeah, I didn't actually fully understand what had happened because it, like. Yeah, because he's like, if you want to play with animals, go join the circus. And, and then he takes like, the snake and puts it in a way too small terrarium for yeah. the snake. So it was like, was it the was it like one of those pet snakes that they have at schools or something? Like, it was a pet boa constrictor. Oh, my school had a fucking pet boa constrictor. Oh, thirty-four yeah. inch pythons, brother. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just know I wasn't in the class. I just know that they had one there. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I, I, what, my best guess was that the snake wasn't, re- like, there initially, mm-hmm. but also, like, Freddy doesn't want to kill Jesse, he just wants to fuck with him. Yeah, like, possess him is what I got. Well, yeah, and I think just scaring the shit out of him is the easiest way to make him so that he's... My, my guess, and I'm doing this for the movie's sake, is that he needs to scare him... Or fuck with his psyche enough. And once his psyche's fractured, he can just kind of waltz right in. Yeah, he can just take over. Get him to a point where he's not sleeping anymore. When he's the most susceptible to just falling into a deep sleep and therefore being taken over. Yeah. And then the snake is... Because if you wake up in the middle of a Freddy dream, you can whatever you're holding on to transfers with you. Yeah. Remember? Because that's how Nancy did it. She yeah. brought Freddy back. So he woke up from the snake and brought the snake back. Okay. I could buy that. That's that's what I'm assuming is happening. But anyway, uh, he calls uh, Lisa, and she's in a giant pool, mm-hmm. which will be... Um, That'll come into play later. Yeah, I don't know when this takes place. I'm going to say... August. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just general, like, decent decent weather time. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess every day is a decent weather time in Ohio. Known for its, you know, high of 76, low of 76, not a cloud in the sky days. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And he... Sets up, like, a date with Lisa, and then his dad's like, I told you to get rid of those boxes. 
You get back up there and you have yourself an unpacking montage, young man. <laughs> yeah. You and get like all you... that stuff out of them boxes. Unpack. You find something that looks vaguely phallic and you start playing with it. <laughs> you start putting on all kinds of hats and glasses and stuff and just having a good and, old time. And play weirdly inappropriate music for this un- unpacking. <laughs> Sometimes these Nightmare on Elm Street movies are inadvertently fucking hilarious. Well, and I, I don't This is where it gets more like, uh, yeah, so I've heard that there's a, or, I, yeah, you'll read about this. This movie's a, uh, um, kind of a, a cult movie or a really big in LGBTQ community because of the, uh, some people have said undertones. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to call them overtones. Yeah, I, and I, I would just say the tone because it's yeah. like, you know, of the movie. Uh, this this movie is uh, very out. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's not even. It's it's not even a like. This is one of those things where you just watch it and go, huh? Yeah. Well, and there's there's other stuff too, but the idea that the you know him coming to grips with a deep secret or you know mm-hmm. there there's a lot of like things there, uh, and then you know there's also the fact that Jesse's actor, while he wasn't at an outed gay man when he played it, is is gay, mm-hmm. um, also adds to it, and it's weirdly set up in the fact that Jesse is like the final girl of yeah, the movie. Yeah. I, among other things, that's one of the things that I like about it, where it kind of twists the usual, like that part of the formula. Cause you could, would argue that Lisa plays the part of the one who does like the, <clears throat> I'm not going to say like the saving, but like, you know, the, what would be the dude's role where Jesse uh, is the, is the final, is the final uh, guy, I guess in this case. Yeah. And yeah, he has his big unpacking montage and he jumps up on the bed and he has some sort of, I don't remember what it is, which is weird because we were holding on it on his crotch for an uncomfortably long time. Is it a recorder? I can't remember. It looked like a trophy. I don't know. Or like a, like a handle or something. Like it wasn't like a tennis racket or something like that. It was like something else. It it was like a spatula, like a slide whistle. What? A slide whistle? Yeah, let's just go with that. And he he has it, and it, 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 you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mince words. It looks like a dick. It looks like he's just <laughs> waving a dick around on top of his bed, and his mom is just like Jesse, your <laughs> your weird music's way too loud. And also, Are you he having a, a packing montage, and you know Lisa's with her, and uh, yeah, she's they, just like, oh. Oh, it's not what it looks like. I mean, it is a lot what it looks like. <laughs> I mean, it looks it looks a lot like something, but I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. And uh, yeah, so they start unpacking, mm-hmm. and they find you know all kinds of stuff like his jock itch cream. Yeah, like, where does that go? <laughs> Just like, oh, you put it over there. You put it over there with the herpes medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they find Nancy's diary. <laughs> from five years ago <laughs> yeah, that was funny she was like uh you know this is five years old oh well happy birthday diary <laughs> 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 uh, 
and uh, yeah, they start reading from it and just starts reading a passage about twenty four seven Glenn. <laughs> yeah, it's like sometimes uh, I see his, I I can't look, but then there's a part of me that wants to take him, mm-hmm. uh, and his his never sleeping, unyielding, always alert twenty four seven Glennness. <laughs> I think my favorite part of Glenn is how he's whole and not in no way <laughs> several before, gallons of blood. <laughs> As he's a, he's a wholly complete human being, able That's to walk my... around and breathe oxygen and look at things. <laughs> and be solid. <laughs> Most importantly, being solid in more ways than one. Yeah, I think the solidness is my favorite part of Glenn. Oh, if anything ever happened to Glenn where he was liquefied in a bed accident, I don't know what I'd do. That will never not be the most amazing thing about the first one. This is just... God, he doesn't even transgress. I'm still just in awe. Like, that's the kind of thing you use for some unrepentant asshole. And it's yeah. like, what is Glenn all about? He's so boring. He's, you know, 24-7 couldn't save him. Yeah, what if he was, uh... Yeah, what if he was just a whole bunch of blood? Mm -hmm. Non-stop blood. 24-7 blood. (laughs) And, uh... They read more parts of the diary. Um, and about how... Uh, it comes to, uh, Freddy Krueger and it's like how he's pure evil mm-hmm. and he's all burnt and he's got that horrible gloved hand mm-hmm. and Jesse starts like freaking out about it. And, you know, yeah, he starts putting the pieces together because, you know, I get, is it, <clears throat> does it look the same as Nancy's room from the first one? I can't remember. It's been a minute since I watched Nightmare One. Uh, I know a lot of it is the same. Yeah, because uh, he's supposed to be in Nancy's room. Yeah, well, because it's the the house. And everyone talks about how the, you know, Nancy went crazy and, yeah, uh, and her mom killed herself. It might be in, like, what was it, blown? Like, what ha- what the fuck happened to her? That was fucking funny. She oh, got... where she was pulled through the fucking door? Yeah. Like, the window in the door and, yeah. like, obviously turned into, like, a fucking cheap sex toy or something because like it's a weird ass ending uh-huh. yeah well because yeah it's a, it's a weird topic because like you know what happened to nancy mm-hmm. uh, it's, we don't know they just say she went crazy and everybody apparently forgot what happened on elm street and all of springwood yeah it was five years ago it was before their time before their time absolutely before their time 1984 meh before anyone's time so um yeah so uh we move along one of the things i do like about this is just the pace of the movie goes at a pretty good clip Mm -hmm. like it doesn't waste a lot of time and it has a bit of a like some of the things i like is just weird shit happens and you never know if it's just a dream or not yeah i like that too especially the parts later because spoilers people are gonna die uh, the what? parts where uh, the parts where it seems that Jesse like where Freddy's taking over and like Jesse is insured like it like where it seems like Jesse's losing his sanity like mm-hmm. I really like those like uh, you know what I mean like the yeah where that blurs you know and uh, so right now his room is turned into a Salvador Dali 
number is this whole room has the amazing power to melt. melt. Yeah, it's like his records are melting, his trophies melting. He's not melting. No, he's, he's just glistening in sweat, <laughs> as he often is. There's so much. He's uh, expels a lot of moisture that Glenn, uh, Jesse does. Not uh, Glenn. Glenn also expelled <laughs> a lot of moisture, but in a completely different way. <laughs> it's more Glenn's bed that expelled all the moisture. Uh, <laughs> Never gonna let you go, Glenn. <laughs> Never let you go. <laughs> Number one in our hearts. We're gonna carry you twenty four seven. Glenn, Undying one. in our memory. Twenty four seven in our hearts, Glenn. <laughs> I'll think about you 24-7, Glenn. <laughs> oh, we're fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, so he goes downstairs, and he goes to the, the furnace again. Or at least I call it, I don't know, the oven? It's a furnace. The what a furnace yeah, works. Big fucking furnace, and he finds the, the glove in there again. Uh, from where Nancy's mom left it. <laughs> yeah, stashed it. Yeah. And, yeah, and then he's, he finds the glove and, you know, he, he's like, oh, man, I've been sleepwalking. Uh, yeah, which is another aspect of it, is the, mm-hmm. the sleepwalking and the, like, the possession. And it's, I do, like, this movie is a felt 90 minutes, but I feel like you could have included a bit more scares and a bit more ramping up of the tension. Yeah. Well, like I said, especially that, like, the like yeah, the sleepwalking and the blurring of the lines where Freddy begins and Jesse stops and vice versa. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting place to go mm-hmm. and that's for this like, movie. And that's kind of why I wish Freddy was in it a bit less. Like in the in the real world, because there is definitely a point where he is, you know, just in the real world, and I kind of like the idea of him, you know, still being that ethereal, dreamy kind of entity. Yeah, because he uh, very much takes front and center. But I get it. Like mm-hmm. it's you know. Yeah. No, it's his... nothing. It's neither <clears throat> here nor there. It's just if, you know, that would be just one way I'd find it just a bit more interesting. He's having his revenge. That's true. Against Jesse. Yes. Or Jesse is the instrument on it of which his revenge will carry on. Yeah, Freddy Krueger always hated that gym teacher. Mm-hmm. Revenge. Revenge. Uh, I'm my revenge, bitch. <laughs> and so, yeah, as they're, they're walking outside of classes in their big open-air Ohio and... <laughs> fucking forum of a class like <laughs> you know like ohio has you know famous it's that, for that it's that buckeye trees that's all they have put them on their helmets uh yeah it's just like don't worry about it you know come to my pool party nothing's gonna happen there it's gonna be the hottest pool party in town mm-hmm. my parents are gonna be there He's going to grill. Yeah, we're going to listen to 1940s uh, public source fucking dance music. My dad's going to bust out his gramophone. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to do the Charleston. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cut my hair into a bob. And then, uh, you know, everything's going to be in black and white. 
Are you a flapper or a slapper, Jesse? <laughs> yeah. We're going to drink the hooch. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Well, another day passed, another day in the living room, of where it's 97 degrees in the living room, and, um, and everyone's just like, oh, you got to fix that air conditioner. Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. It's like, I'll call today. You'll call now. <laughs> yeah. I'll call now. And uh, they put the birds to bed. And yeah, it is just real hot in that living room. Mm-hmm. It's so hot that Jesse uncovers it and finds that one of the birds is dead. And the other bird has lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> and he escapes the cage. And starts Freedom! Ah, I'm going to kill these bastards. Death to initiate the oppressors. The, initiate the Hitchcock <laughs> Initiative. <laughs> Execute Order 66. Fly, my pretties! Fly! Fly! Fly. (laughs) And he fucking uh, tears a gash out of the dead uh, face like he gets... I mean, it's just a little fucking parakeet. How much damage could it possibly (laughs) do? You could kill him with a fucking fly swatter or a goddamn fucking uh, frying pan. Yeah, but he is just like... He he has finally taken the time. Like, yeah, you've withheld birdseed for the last time. (laughs) I will have my revenge. I wonder if it's like Freddy is like possessing the bird now and like Freddy had to give this bird all kinds of goddamn nightmare dreams to keep it up at night like Jesse <laughs> until I, finally it went crazy. It just fucking snapped. I don't know. <laughs> but the bird is, you know, it's getting hotter in there. The bird's going nuts. He's knocking over fucking lamps. <laughs> they don't know what to do with the pet bird anymore. Before finally, they look like they have the bird cornered, so he does the only honorable thing and commits ritual seppuku. The only way the birds know how by bursting into fucking flame. <laughs> it was fucking funny. Just whoosh, boom. And well, uh, that took care so of that. that. <clears throat> it's like, have you ever seen anything like that before? We need to take these birds to the vet. And uh, <laughs> the wow, they're very sick. <laughs> Yeah, these birds are. Uh, can can you help them, Doc? <laughs> can you? Yeah, and then the dad accuses Jesse of being good on it. Like you gave yeah. those birds communist literature. <laughs> you made them want to overthrow their oppressors. Are <laughs> <laughs> you distributing Das Kapital for birds? <laughs> <laughs> Like, you knew what was going to happen, Jesse. Your subversive thoughts. (laughs) That's the funniest fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) If you just toss Capitol for birds. (laughs) Birds are going to control the means of production. the birds rights the birds birds, these birds gotta gather together they're They're the bird bourgeoisie that's the proletariat parakeet Uh, he actually (laughs) accused him of something far dumber uh yeah he's like fucking stuffing him with firecrackers or something i don't it was know. a firecracker it's... it was a cherry bob you put a cherry bob in my parakeet <laughs> and his <Yeah>. wife <laughs> later he, he accuses wife. jesse jesse of being on drugs 
But at some point, someone should have accused him of being on drugs. <laughs> really should have, like, accused him of being on the Reaper tablets or the, you know. Like, what oh. the fuck? Ah, oh, man. man. You're that reaching. The mental gymnastics that's... that you're trying to go through. You must really not like Jesse for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. <sighs> so. It does come a call from birds. <laughs> 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 Birds have been spending too long under the yoke. <laughs> it's really captured your imagination. Yeah, really, just fucking... <laughs> you gave that bird giant signature. It's nineteen eighty five, I'd buy it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Anyway, what's going on in the movie? I can't remember. Jesse's sleepwalking again. He oh, woke up and he went downstairs. And then I think lightning struck the dishes. <laughs> it did. Because and they don't like, well, hold on that for any long period of time. And then he just starts walking as a desert storm hits and mm-hmm. just starts downpouring rain. And he goes to, like, walks by a seedy motel. Mm-hmm. And then walks to Don's place. Yep. Everybody knows Which, Don's place in Springwood, Ohio. Yeah, Don's place. You know, Don. I mean, it's like a Thursday or whatever. <laughs> it's like 8 30 mid- on a Wednesday. What else do yeah. you do if we go to Don's place? Well, yeah. Strap on your Spring- leathers, everybody. <laughs> Springwood, Ohio's greatest kink bar. <laughs> I, I wonder how big Springwood, Ohio is to sustain a whole kink bar. Eh, it seems big enough. Hey, a whole bar full of leather daddies. Uh, everybody from all walks alive for there it seems yeah my notes in this point is springwood's weird man oh yeah and just like walks in and it's just a weird mismatch of people like i think there's a dude in like a business suit like they're drinking his beer uh-huh. and it, it's it's just a weird bar don's place don's a weird guy yeah don don likes to keep it weird <laughs> and uh Jesse walks in in like his pajamas, basically, like his yeah. shirts unbuttoned Soaked to the bone. Yeah, just barefoot, even I think. Mm-hmm. And he walks up to the bartender, who's also in like a leather apron and like all decked out in kink gear. And mm-hmm. uh, something that you did not know, I'm sure, is that oh, that's, that's Robert Shea. Guy. Yeah, that's Robert Shea. Yeah. Uh, he cameos, I think, in all of these in some way or another. Mm. Um, but yeah, he, he's just like, I'll take a beer in the way that only movies can. Have you ever like went to a bar and just asked for a beer? You know I haven't, Devin. No, I haven't either. But like, I love that idea. You're just like, I'll take a beer. And then like, they don't even ask like which one. Like they only have the one beer on tap. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's, uh, you know, that, uh, everybody's favorite beer, you know, <clears throat> keep the, keep the brand label away from the camera flavor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a Budweiser. I could tell, oh. uh, he gives him the fucking beer and a, like a tiny glass, which I 
It's like what the I, fuck? I, you've been you go you've went to more bars than I have. What is the is that some sort of etiquette that I don't know about? What is no, that? No, that's just fucking weird. Nobody <laughs> gives you a fucking they would if they gave you a glass, they'd give you a bigger glass. Because that's not that's like a mm, rocks what glass. Are those for a... beers like whiskey. <laughs> yeah, like he also got like a fucking Bud Heavy. He doesn't need to pour that out to do the the unique aroma of Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, savor the flavors. <laughs> Yeah, it smells like piss. That's what it, t- <laughs> it smells like piss, and it tastes like kind of bread, mold, old bread. There, that's my review of Bud Heavy. But he doesn't even get to enjoy his Bud Heavy, nor does he even pay for it or ask to start a tab. They just hand out or ask for his ID. Though I think if Jesse was eighteen, it's like nineteen eighty-five, he might be able to drink in Ohio. Um, might, but, just be, uh, might just be fucking uh, Don doesn't ask any questions. Don's a weird dude. Yeah, Don, Don likes to keep it weird. Don likes to keep it weird. Print out communist literature <laughs> for birds. Yeah. <laughs> He's written like a whole whole communist spy ring in the, in the back there. <laughs> uh, but Jesse doesn't even get to enjoy his beer because his fucking gym teacher shows up also in like a full let like a full out and out get up mm-hmm. and makes him run laps back in the high school which is one of those things that i'm like this could be a dream this yeah. is fucking weird yeah this could all be very very yeah this is like really dark because yeah it basically takes him back to this fucking yeah to the school forces him to run laps and then does he he pushes him into the chairs and then he's like hit the showers he doesn't sound like yeah. a 1930s newspaper man but you know. But, like, I was also like, yeah, if that guy knew what was good for him, they both would just be like, ignore we each never, other. We are never talking about <laughs> yeah. this again. We're Can just you gonna... imagine? Like, I, I, I thought about that as I was watching it. If I was in, like, just imagine, like, in that situation, who is the last person you think that you would run into? Although Grady, I think, mentions that the coach is rumored among the teenagers to do like go to Don's place or whatever earlier in the movie. Yeah, but I'm just like I don't know, man. It I could totally be a dream though. It's not because the like what happens like actually happened, right? Well, yeah, the murder happens, but I mean like the what you were saying. Yeah. It could be a Well, cuz he was still wearing his leathers. And he goes to the school in his fucking leather daddy outfit. Yeah. And, and it's just like, man, I would have just let it go. Well, and also, like, it, there's an element, too, because it looks like the area where, the, like, the showers are is, like, this bright, like, like Freddy Fearsome Red or whatever. Yeah. So it adds, like, an unnatural element to it as well. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things that could be up for interpretation. That part. Like, killing the teacher is definitely, like, a real thing. But you know the lead up to it i guess yeah and as the teacher is just like yeah i did good today i stopped another degenerate from drinking in my favorite establishment <laughs> yeah i kept the ra- i kept the rabble out of don's place go Gotta keep don's place pure <laughs> yeah uh he goes back to his office and shit freaks out well, shit freaks out, but he has zero fucking reaction to everything till the end. No, he no sells most of it. Yeah, he's like, like well, are all the are all my shelves taking them damn reefer tablets? Hmm. It's basically yeah. the reaction he has. 
It's just like the tennis rackets just start unsnapping the wires in them. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, hmm, yeah. over-tightened them. <laughs> yeah, there's a logical explanation to all this. The basketballs start flying out of the shelves. All the shelves just start moving. It's like an earthquake. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, hmm, mm. I better get low. <clears throat> and then jump ropes tie on to him and drag him into the showers where Jesse is also taking a shower. Mm-hmm. And then he's in the showers. They strip him naked. They whip him with a towel several times Yeah, in the ass. And then Freddy walks out of the mist where Jesse was mm-hmm. and using the glove, just like slices him several times with the, with, with the iconic weapon. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Jesse freaks out, buck-ass naked, covered in blood, mm-hmm. and then just decides to just start walking. Yeah, just pick a direction, and maybe you'll make it somewhere. <laughs> Follow yes. the nearest star. I gotta go to Neverland. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the cops pick him up and like, yeah, he was wandering naked. You might want to keep a close eye highway? on him. You know, ask him, ask him the real deep personal questions. Like if he's, if he's smoking the dope, you know, ask him if he's a teen prostitute. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's when dad's like, I just have two questions. Are you doing drugs? And where are you getting those drugs? Those seem like great drugs. <laughs> I need those drugs. I'm scared to put Freon in the fucking air conditioner. I need drugs. Listen, I need those drugs. And he's like, I'm not on drugs. But yeah, I believe that's when the uh, reefer tab was the reefer tablets yours, or did he actually get accused of reefer? Uh, I don't think via- so. I just keep. I just that seemed like something that he he's so out of touch that he would accuse the kid of fucking reefer tablets or fucking you know. Are you abusing the Novocaine again, son? <laughs> Are you drinking the cop syrup? Yep, now I've seen it time and time again. You're going to opium dens. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're snorting the scissor, aren't you? <laughs> he's drinking the lean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the mom is like, we need to get him help. The mom is like one of the few characters that is totally reasonable throughout this whole thing. Like, we mm-hmm. need he needs like therapy. I don't know what somebody. his what his problem is, but like we need to, you know, get him out of the house. And the dad's just like, no, no, he needs discipline. The mm-hmm. swift kick in the ass, and he like undoes the shutters. And then is never seen in this movie again. Yep. Presumably he was uh, he was finally taken down by the birds. <laughs> Initiate <laughs> Hitchcock protocol. <laughs> like, Our comrades have fallen. We must take down the oppressor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh no, no, Dad's still here. We got one more scene with Dad. I forgot. But yeah, he goes to school and then they see the cops. And they're like, yeah, didn't you see it? The gym teacher totally got gloved all over the place. Like, yeah, it's a fucking shit show out there. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking terrible. And Jesse is just distraught. And, uh, yeah, that's, has more, more dreams. Yeah, like he just goes to school. There's the cops there. And then we just go right to the next day or like to his next dream sequence uh, where he finds the glove in his dresser Mm. and then like walks and sees the 
the jump rope kid where he's doing the one, two, Freddy's oh, coming yeah. for you. And then he like immediately shuts the door. He has like the most rational exp like he just looks at it like this is fucked up. I don't want any part of this. <laughs> this yeah. is this is the scariest thing Freddy's shown me so far. No, thank you. Huh. Yeah. How'd you like the jump roping kid, bitch? <laughs> Was that enough for you? Um But yeah. Then he confronts his dad. And he's like, Dad, did you know that five years ago, uh, some woman was pulled through the screen door to commit suicide? And, like, <laughs> another girl went crazy because her boyfriend became a blood pinata? <laughs> Liquefied across the street. The police had to label it an act of God. Well, yeah. you know, the property value of this house tanked, so, you know, I thought it was for a steal. Yeah, it's like, why Why did it take five years to sell this house? And I was like, well, you know, you had to get the blood out of all the things. If anything, the house next door still leaks of Glen. <laughs> yeah, you still seep it through the floorboards. Some today, on a really good day, you can still slip on a good old piece of Glen. <laughs> Some day, you know, they didn't replace the furniture, so whenever you sit down, there's still the squish. Kill. <laughs> 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 That, yeah, as this is heating up, so is the toaster, which catches on fire. Mm -hmm. And the dad, like, just sort of Burst hits at action. it. Yeah, and hits at it with it a towel a couple times. Mm -hmm. So it finally goes out, and he's like, ho, ho, it's the damnedest thing. Wasn't even plugged in. Must be those damn birds trying to kill me again. Did you give the toaster communist <laughs> literature? <laughs> Are you giving the Das Kapital for toasters? Goddamn Karl Marx, he printed in every language. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, so Lisa's, so he's in the car with Lisa now. And she's got something that'll cheer him up. Or, well, no. Actually, no, that's not that's not true. They go to the old power plant. Oh, yeah. And they're like, yep, this is where Freddy did it. He kidnapped and killed 20 kids. I also printed out all these helpful reference guides about Freddy Krueger here from our local library. Mm-hmm. Do you know how long it took me to fucking raise that up from microfiche? Fucking days, Jesse. It's 1984 or 9. Yeah. Whenever, yeah. <laughs> Those newspapers all this stuff... didn't look like newspapers. They did look like printouts. That was fun. That's, I was like, they had to be printouts. You did not get the actual newspapers. Because at first mm. I was like, oh. yeah, and, you know, it's an old story. Kidnapped, killed 20 kids, got off on a technicality. Mm. Song as old as time. Burned to death <laughs> by a big unruly mob. Mm -hmm. Classic, you know. Classic stuff. Um, and... Like, yeah, do you see anything here? Do you have any connection since you have a thing with Freddy Krueger? This is where he did it. It's where he killed all the kids at his workplace. Mm -hmm. What a weird place to go do I your mean, murder. Well, I don't think Freddy was, you know, all that right in the, in the thinker box there. So, you know. That's true. But, yeah, so... Like, okay, well, let's just explore around. What about this old filing cabinet? And open it up, and there's a rat in it. Mm -hmm. And she loses her nerve, and they hug it out. And then I, I believe that's when he he 
tries to go into his sister's room like freddy tries to go into the sister's room and yeah because it goes like to the it doesn't it like cut back to the furnace the furnace catches up like lights up not like gets high but fucking like yeah. boom, boom. and then like you see like from a first person pov it pretty like walks up the stairs goes to the nameless siblings room and then talks. wake up nameless sibling <laughs> yeah and, yeah she's like what time is it and he's like oh it's late go to bed and he has the glove in his hand and that's mm. when he's like no sleep not sleeping ever can't stop no won't stop taking the no dos drinking coke drinking mm. all kinds of uh coffee yep. Taking amphetamines, staying awake. Yeah. He is losing it. Oh, God. Outwardly. And his mom's like, you're looking way better. And he just gives her, like, this fucking thousand-yard stare. He really does. Because he's, he's, And he starts to look like, he starts to look like the, you remember the right-hand man of, like, the Duke of New York from Escape from New York with the spiky hair? Yes. Yeah. The elf. The twee elf. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he just like um, his, you can tell that he's just losing sleep because all of his hair is standing up on end. And he's got bags under his eyes, and he just stops eating at lunchtime and shit. Yeah, you know, if I eat, I'll go to sleep. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah, hungry. Yeah, they're eating. It's like you gonna go to the pool party? Everybody's everybody's gonna be there. Grady can't because he pushed his grandma down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And I presume that must be true. That or he, I think it was a joke, and I just don't think Grady wanted to go, for whatever that, reason. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, Grady's a good kid. All I, to be fair, like everybody, like uh, all the everybody in the cast is actually well, not everybody, of course. The coach and the dad kind of suck, but pretty much everybody like is pretty good. Yeah, know? there's not like a lot of stereotypical teens. Mm-hmm. Like they it all seem like really the good. Mold. Yeah, they all seem like really good, supportive. Uh, friends like even though grady like like at the lunch uh when they're having lunch he's like you know hey you want to come hang out we could like get a pizza or something you know because you know obviously jesse has this thousand yard stare looking into the fucking abyss waiting for freddy to take over and but you know still trying to see you know like everybody just seems very like supportive and i thought that was actually yeah like breaking the mold like there wasn't mm-hmm. somebody like in friday the 13th like that's the one that really like everybody has the roles like everybody there's archetypes and everybody has to play those like same ones but everybody seems yeah. uh, friendly in this it's hard not to compare these two even though like ultimately they're wildly different in how they go about their horror even though mm-hmm. they're both slashers and there's something about them I, I figured you'd be more into the nightmare on elm street style just because mm-hmm. of it's a bit more creative with how it goes about doing a lot of its yeah. shit and so far, like, it's just, it tells its story better. And I, I like, I appreciate that. Because Friday the 13th, I feel like it found what was a success for Friday the 13th. And just kept doing that same thing over and over laboriously. And at least, like, I don't know, there's a, at least feels like, I don't know, the characters are just a lot more enjoyable so far. Again, I haven't seen all the other ones yet, but. No, yeah. But like at least at least for now, yeah, I, I will mm-hmm. say like they feel different and yeah. like yeah, they don't rely on tropes. Nor do they go for over titillation. Like this movie has nudity, but it's all male nudity. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. like, because I was you know, we've been watching the other Friday the thirteenth and I was just like, Yeah, at some point there'd just be, you know, gratuitous nudity nudity. Well, that's part that's of the some, formula. That's part of the Friday the thirteenth 
you know, yeah. Formioli. But no, not that. Um, so yeah, uh, he does go to the pool party. But he is just, like, sitting back and drinking Cokes. Like, mm. he has a whole bunch of, like, 1980s Coke. Mm. Uh, Filled with the brim with sugar. The Coca-Cola, not... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, not... Uh, not he's not snorting sorry, wines or nothing. He would stay he, awake, though. He would stay phenomenally <laughs> awake. and uh, But would need a lot more Mexican marching powder in order to, <laughs> to make that whole thing go down. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know... It's a normal party. They're playing the greatest hits of the 1930s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dad's cooking cooking burgers, and then it's like, okay, buddy, we're going to drag you upstairs. Come on, let's have the kids have an actual party. Yeah, let them have, a, have at least a decent time. And they wait till the lights go out, which I thought was weird. I was like, you know they can hear it. Exactly. Right? Like, like, they, <laughs> it's not like you can... Like, the light went out, and then they're like, fuck it, all right, party! And they like fireworks and shit, and then, they, you know, everybody, like, rips off their clothes. <laughs> you know? No. It's like, they're still, like, just upstairs. <laughs> like, they're not that far away. Uh, yeah, Jesse goes to the, I don't know, like, a cabana room or whatever, and he's just like, you wouldn't understand. I'm a monster. I'm mm-hmm. a monster. And, uh, <laughs> he doesn't say it like that. No, but to be fair, be... the the what's the act main actor's name? I forget everybody's name. Uh, I did not write this shit down. The main guy, the guy who plays Jesse, is great. I would say actually, uh, uh, he does a phenomenally good job. Um, it's a shame that like, because he Mark Patton. Sh- shortly after this, he just gave up acting altogether, went to interior design, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, a lot of it was due to just kind of the whole stereotyping of gay actors and yeah. all that. It was kind of a sad sort of story. In the, in recent years, though, he has embraced part of this role, and it's That's it's become good. a much more like wholesome story. Is this like, you know, um, like I said, it, it's this movie has a lot of like a lot of fans in in that kind of area in the, you know. Because it, it does go over that, like the idea of, you know, it it's sort of, uh, whether it's advertent or not, going over the idea of, like, you know, having something inside you and you don't know how to deal with it, you know, and it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a very, like, uh, human sort of emotion or, like, you know, I don't really know how best to articulate this. This is sucking. Please bail me out. Bail <laughs> me out, Dayton. I mean... It- I mean, it's it's like yeah, it's good. It tell well, mm-hmm. and you know, it like it's very like we said, it's not really like an o- subtle undertone for the movie. It's just the tone of the movie, and it's good that like you can like have a a, a gay horror film, you know. Yeah, no, I I'm fully supportive, and yeah, even one that doesn't just bash you over the head with it, you know, mm-hmm. like and that that works, I think, in the movie's favor, where it like. It doesn't make it overt, overt, you know? No, it's, like, it very much is a gay horror movie, but, like, it's not, try. like, sometimes I feel like, you know, when you're catering to specific groups, it can go a bit too overboard and mm. kind of sour it. But I think this is this solid. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and they kiss. Um, 
uh, an extended makeout sesh, and then Freddy takes over and gives him a real long tongue. Mm-hmm. Some real Gene Simmons shit. Oh, yeah. And uh, and he's like, oh, my God. And, like, r- rolls his tongue back into his mouth like he's, his mouth like he's a cartoon character and runs, runs to Grady's house. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe she'd be into it, man. You got to just roll with it. But, uh, yeah, he goes to goes to Grady's and he's just like, you know, there's there's something that wants to get inside me. And it was like, yeah, her name's Lisa. She's waiting in a fucking cabana. Mm-hmm. He like you totally like, left her hanging. Come on. And then he's like, listen, man, no matter what, I'm going to go to sleep here in this chair. You got to stay awake and wake me up if anything happens. And he's like, yeah, man, you got it. I'm 24 seven Grady. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll inherit the title. Yeah. You know. Anytime, day or night. That's what they always say about me. Grady, always awake. Mm-hmm. Never slept once in my life. <laughs> I thought about it. I might have once hated it. <laughs> Wasn't for me. Yeah, you ever think you just like die every time you uh, go to sleep and then you wake up? You could be a completely different person. It's like a transporter paradox. I am part of this. That's why I'm 24-7 Grady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just the right person you ask, J- Jesse. And, uh... So Jesse goes to sleep rather uncomfortably on this giant chair mm-hmm. and uh, he just starts watching TV in his room and he's like, yeah, he's sleeping soundly. My work here is over. <laughs> you, right. you know, I'll take uh, that looks like fun. I think I'll try <laughs> that out. Yeah. Hmm. And then uh, Jesse wakes up screaming and uh, yeah, he starts this transformation. The claws uh, and it's only this movie that it does it, but the claw is like instead of being like a an object, it's like a literal thing. Mm-hmm. Like it comes out, the knives come out of his fingertips, like he's Lady Deathstrike. Yeah, and that was a good like, effect. Yeah, like Freddy basically uses him as like a portal, a fleshy like a, portal, like a cocoon. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can see like he, Jesse's screaming, and in the back of his throat, you can see an eye. Yeah, that was moving. awesome. And, uh, yeah, he opens his shirt and Freddy, like, his face, like, bursts through his stomach. And, yeah, like I said, uses him like a, like a fleshy portal. And, uh, Freddy's in the room and then Grady's, uh, screaming for his dad. Who's uh, Ferris Bueller's dad. Yeah, yeah. And banging on the door and stuff. And Freddy closes in for the kill and claws him right through the door. Yeah, just fucking eviscerates him. And then it turns back into Jesse as he winks through the the mirror. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the cops are showing up and he is just freaking the fuck out. As he, so he goes, as he And he goes back to Lisa's just fucking drenched in blood. Covered in blood. Jesse spends most of this movie covered in fluids. It's yeah. not what you think. No. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and the pool party is heating up. Fucking literally, as the mm. pool starts like boiling. Like, yeah, damn near. I'm surprised they didn't go for that. I think a higher yeah. budget movie would have had somebody boil alive I in the fucking so pool. I think so too. Yeah, because it's like all of the like the things that Freddy's doing in the real world are very much like you could almost write off as like practical joke effects. Almost not knocking like you know what they. Did. It's just like you know you could see somebody explaining it away, so on and so forth, until Freddy yeah. actually shows up. And yeah, the hot dogs start this, exploding. Yep, the beer just starts shooting out. <clears throat> it's the hottest 
whatever the hell it is in in ohio's history Mm -hmm. and uh yeah she's like we got a rational explanation you gotta fight him uh jesse you gotta fight back freddy and he like slumps over behind a desk and comes back as as freddy Mm -hmm. is like we're one in the same bitch yeah i broke his mind completely i am now here in the real world fear my power I did it through communist literature, bitch. <laughs> and like, and like grabs her and they start struggling. And then he bites her fucking ankle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so like takes a weird. chunk out of her fucking leg. Which yeah. kicks him in the face. And like, there's also people who are like, cause everybody's freaking out because a bunch of shit's just going weird. There's some dudes who are on the, like, uh, it looks like glass doors or something, but they yeah. get, they're watching Freddy like uh, Look at, try to kill Lisa. Freddy's like locked the doors. That's like part of his po- supernatural yeah. power is he can bar entry, and yeah, um, they <clears throat> she has a knife for like a fucking cake that they have at this party. This party's mm-hmm. sick, by the way. I would oh, love yeah. this thing. And yeah, uh, hot dogs, beer, cake, a pool, a cabana. What? 30s music what more could i ever possibly want and uh yeah using jesse's voice he's like kill me kill me lisa and so she stabs with the most ineffectual knife i did not know if that was a real knife or just like uh it looked like a weird prop i i think it was a prop knife going into probably a prop chest that's well, no, I meant, like, me. in movie lot, like, because I was like, it didn't even do any. It looked like it didn't either. No, that's what I mean, is, like, it wasn't like, a good effect. Like, I think, yeah. it, you know, that put a, put all, too much money on Freddy ripping his head open and he's seeing his brain. Yeah, just this real smooth-skinned Freddy. Like, he gets more craggly, and you can see, like, his musculature, but in this one, he is very very smooth Mm -hmm. like carlos santana featuring rob (laughs) thomas yeah and uh but uh she breaks um jesse out of it a a little bit and freddie just runs through like he kool-aid mans through a patio door Mm -hmm. and then goes to the party and just starts fucking people up yep killing people and just causing a causing a great deal of panic yeah he's just causing fire to shoot out like he's fucking cane mm-hmm. and uh there's fire everywhere and people are like oh god what are you doing you know you gotta you gotta stop this and one guy tries like calming him down like a hostage negotiator i know i thought that was really weird and freddie's response mm-hmm. was totally appropriate and it's like what the fuck are you doing bitch yeah, well, he doesn't even, he's like, calls him a fucker and then he kills him. Yeah, like, we're just going to be a couple Fonzies, man. What is Fonzie like? He's cool. Yeah. We yeah, don't want to get... hurt you. Make <laughs> me, take me to your leader. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the dad comes downstairs, Lisa's dad comes downstairs and tries to shoot him, but Lisa won't let him because it's still Jesse. Mm-hmm. So Freddy just walks away through a wall. Yeah, he like, like burns burns his way through like one of those like vine wall things that they have in gardens. And uh, Lisa runs because the only place that she could possibly find him is the old power plant. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, what a cool fucking location they found. Yeah, they totally. do this really long shot 
um, like establishing it. Like it seems like it's a really long crane shot, and it it looks really good. Like I'm not used to that kind of uh, cinematography from any of these movies. Yeah. Um, before that, she finds weird dogs with faces. Mm-hmm. That's also and pretty fucking okay. <laughs> this is like, yeah, is it, can he just do that? I guess. All right. And yeah, she halluc like Freddy is fucking with her, like because she hallucinates and sees like um, maggots or like bugs crawling out of her bite wound, mm-hmm. but then when she goes and like looks at it again, it's fine. Yeah. She sees a demon rat who gets attacked by a demon cat. <laughs> we got a little bit of everything for this sequence. Yeah, it's just a real non sequitur. It's just. Started to feel like it was taking too long for me. Yeah. They can't all be winners, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm still working on it. We're finding it. Um, but yeah, she goes up to to Freddy and just like still thinks that she can save him and uh, save Jesse uh, and, and kisses him, mm-hmm. which breaks him out of the out of the spell. Yeah. It's the power and, of love. Yeah. Love. Mm-hmm. Like Harry and Potter, just like Harry Potter, yes. Yep. And uh, this the the whole place erupts and Freddy like melts or yeah. burns. Yeah, melts all... is like a good good way to. I like that effect of him melting. That was yeah. great. And then Jesse bursts out of him, like he's. It, it reminded me of Ghostbusters, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it did look a bit like like when. Uh, Ray, uh, yeah, or like Sigourney Weaver, like busts oh, yeah. out of the the dog because it's like, oh, yeah, he's just like covered. But yeah, like they're just covered in marshmallow fluff. It reminded me a lot of that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Jesse is is back, baby, full Jesse. Yeah. The full Jesse has returned. Everything's gonna be all right. Let's go back to school on the bus. And it's like, yeah, everything. Yeah. And he's like, do you think this bus is going really fast? This bus is going fast. Driver, slow it the fuck down. Mm-hmm. And like, Jesse, it's just it's just a bus. He's like, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, never, never mind. Everything's fine. And then, yeah, the, a glove shoots through one of the kids. And then, yep, right back into the old Ohio and Wastes. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the end. Yep, that's the movie. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, this is all right. <coughs> yeah. I think it does a lot of really interesting things. It None of the other ones are like this. They kind of follow a different kind of path. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, it sort of tweaks the genre a bit by having a male protagonist. Because so often it's always a, a female protagonist. Yeah. And I think that worked in the in the movie's favor. And yeah, I like I said, I think uh, having a bit more of that blurring between the reality and the 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 dream world would have a bit playing more with that. But I think would have made it a bit more compelling for me. But overall, like yeah, this was uh, this was solid. I really enjoyed those. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'd still. I think the first one. I'm gonna. I mean, we can rank them. I, sure. I think I like the first one a little bit more. Yeah, um, I'd say that. Just for being an, an originator. 
um, of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second one is 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 totally solid, yeah. and uh, like unlike Friday the Thirteenth, like this one, I can totally see why they kept making more of them. Like, yeah, it's actually like you know, there's a lot you could do here, and yeah, like I said, I having not seen any of them going forward, uh, I'm intrigued. You know, I'm more intrigued than I was. Uh, uh, the you know where I was in this placement of Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah, with uh, Hillbilly Jason. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, well, all of them have this this kind of fun style, and and they do a lot with effects mm-hmm. that I enjoy. Um, I enjoy the the effect work of of some of them, even though some of them can be a bit dodgy those dogs with faces are very like yeah like i said that that the last half started to really drag on in terms of shit like that or it's like well, all right and, let's just wrap this up and i actually don't like the pool party because even though like it's interesting to see freddy krueger in a like more populated area i feel like that kind of dilutes it takes yeah it takes the mystique out i yeah. like him fucking with people yeah you well, know what i mean that's why I, I think i said this in our production call but like this if this had like a little bit of less Freddy in that regard, I would have liked it more. And Je- Jesse was really the the main instrument of Freddy's quote unquote revenge. Yeah, and maybe even play it at like an angle like Freddy wasn't even real. It's mm-hmm. just part of Jesse's fucked up psyche. Yeah, um, yeah. There's totally a way you... to do it that way. But yeah, I don't know if that's really the play that you go with. But like you could. Yeah. I. But yeah, like overall, I like this movie. I, I think it's, I think it's solid. I think it has a lot of cool ideas. It's just, you know, I, I want more like Freddy Krueger fucking with people. You know what I mean? I think that's where he really shines. Him out and out killing people in a pool party is, yeah, like a bear attack or something. Just doesn't really suit his style. No, that's a more Jason Voorhees kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Even though the novelty of it is is kind of yeah. I can see why you do it, because it does have that, like, like I said, that novelty aspect. But from a from a perspective or personality of the character-wise, it just doesn't suit. Like, it's also like a Michael Myers thing. Well, Michael Myers, Myers stalks people a bit more, I'd say, but... Yeah, that's that's kind of his niche. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that was the that was the birthday special. I think we're gonna do those for all of our birthdays moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the next birthday episode will be mine on November twenty sixth. So get hyped for that. <laughs> yeah, um, <clears throat> I think we have more mummy is the plan for mm-hmm. the month. So, yep, be on the lookout for that. And yeah, we'll keep going with uh, the mummy and then. I think there's some bonuses in there um, as well. Some Friday the 13th, which we're wrapping up. And then we're going to probably transition right into more Nightmare on Elm Street since we're having a lot of fun with that. So, yeah, things to look forward to. But until then, I'm Devin. And I'm Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one. Yep. Peace.